Hi, I'm Roxanne, and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years, and now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, welcome to Anchor Watch, where we, if you've seen the new little logo below, we're all about the tip and merch is coming your way. If you guys are interested, we're getting ready for BravoCon already because when we go, all we want to see are tips. So welcome to uh, Anchor Watch, our below deck late night chat where we take over Up and Adam's channel. Guys, we are so, I have to say, we're so thankful that this, this show has grown over just this past season of Below Deck. It's been so our- awesome. Our show's grown. We've gotten new viewers, which is great. And can I also say we've gotten the right kind of viewers? Like, everybody seems cool. There's no weirdos, which I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> Internet, no the trolls Internet in the chat. Weirdos. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if you like this show and you're searching out a show about it, you're probably not, like, from the weird group that, you know, uh, that are on the Internet. We'll just say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. Really there's great. a weird group, especially nowadays. There's there's definitely a, oh, there's really a lot of weirdos. Group. There's a lot of weirdos. The Internet has given them all a, a voice. But I will say this. Um, it's so much fun engaging with you guys on Twitter at C. Josh yes. Go. Um, and um, just on the, for the replay crew in the chat, like. Jason and I go back in there. We try to answer stuff, chat with you guys. Um, it's intimidating because some of you guys have better takes than we have. So I'll, I'll just say it. So I'm like, I'll read it's this true. stuff and I'm like, oh, that's really it's smart. It's true. It really helps uh, kind like of like dummy. gather some opinions though and, and stuff like yeah. moving forward because like we think one thing sometimes and then someone will point something out and it's just kind of whatever. But Josh, it's eye opening. You in the live chat, I have a question. What would we rate this episode? Because we know Ooh. that we have, you know, the ebbs and flows of the season. Let me. What are we pull doing up, right now, Jason? I actually asked this on Twitter, just because I was sitting there this afternoon, kind of thinking about today's show, and I was like, I want to see where everybody lands. And so, I don't know if if you can see this well, guys. But what I did was I, I put up a, a poll and I said, um, "What do you rate last night's Below Deck?" 10 or a nine, eight or a seven, six or five and below. And if you guys look, 16% said 10 and nine. Uh, that's not the best. It's not the best angle. Guys. I got but, it. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Um, so, so what did you rate last night's below deck? Most people gave it between a seven and an eight. Although I, it was pretty I, close there on the six. I, it was pretty where, close. Where did to you six. land, Jason? Where do you land? To be honest, I landed kind of on a six. This was Me not too. the episode I was expecting. You know, I've got to say, yeah, last night, I mean, in full transparency, Jason and I talked today and I said, ooh, Jason, the show, do we have much tonight? Like it was, it was kind of a lackluster episode. It was, it's, it was it's okay. Strange. It was okay. I was expecting, I don't know why, for some reason, maybe it was the, the preview they gave last week. I was expecting Ben and Leanne and I was expecting a crew night out. And then somewhere along the way, we'd see Camille pop up. Like I'm still kind of expecting that. I don't know why I feel like we're just not done with Camille. She's like the thing that won't go away. Well, but, and I was also expecting a big, like, Captain Lee is back. Like I, I just expected kind of a little bit more 
fanfare or or just kind of like yeah it, i don't know it, it was happen, huh? it wasn't a bad episode i'm not gonna say it was bad but it just was it was okay okay let me ask you a question because you know captain sandy was very divisive this season people picked up on what they say were her old you know habits of micromanaging and you know, whatever. And then you really had a clear divide between fans on Below Deck on she did a great job and she sucked. But even Captain Lee coming back said, you know, Captain Sandy left me with a great crew. I'm I'm back. She did what she had to do. She stepped in for me. And I kind of, at the end of the day, think that even though you have opinions on Captain Sandy, she's really good for the television. Yeah, Jason, this sent me down a path of thinking. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there there is that old saying, the ends justify the means. And some some people feel that way. Some people disagree. Um, I'll say this. At the end, where do we stand? I say we have a stronger, more cohesive crew. We don't have any of these people that... For whatever reason, maybe they're just the most unluckiest person. We're seen in a very bad light, and just it happened to be coincidentally these things happen. But like, we don't have that now. The team does really seem together to the point where Captain Lee was talking with Chef Rachel in the galley and was saying to her, Hey, I can't believe it. We're almost at the end of this charter together. You know, as as, like as a whole, like multiple charters. But this this season, he's like, we're almost at the end of the season and the crew is still getting along and and still in a good mood. And I'm like, yeah, they are. But you weren't here a few weeks ago, Captain Lee. You should (laughs) was a mess emotionally. Um, But now they do seem we have a lot of great comments on Captain Lee in the or sorry, in Captain Sandy in the chat tonight. I think what it was, too, is. Uh, let's like reflect it as like a whole. This is Captain mm-hmm. Lee's last season, right? Yep. And his final season, I don't think he was fired. I think it was like, we're going to call it a day because, you know, even seeing him come back uh, as much as he has built this show, he is the reason like it's, it's here. It's he's made it just so amazing, especially with his one liners that I miss sometimes. And then like now I think sometimes like, are, are you, are you writing these? And then, <laughs> and then bringing him on the show. But I, you know, I missed him a little bit. But I think what they wanted to do was get all the fanfare and drama out of the way at the beginning of the season and leave this last part of the season to kind of just focus on his exit and showing how great of a captain he is. It does concern me that he is back on the boat still with a cane. And, you know, you don't like to see the captain like that. If, if shit goes down, you're like, oh, someone's got to go help the captain, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, well... And look, like, yeah, I, I, feel, I definitely don't think, like, and some people mistook some of the news we shared and, like, added this characterization of, like, oh, uh, I heard J- Jason says he got fired at the end of the season. It's like, no, nobody ever said he got fired. But there comes a certain point in any show, in anything in life, in any moment, if you're lucky, you get to retire. Not all of us will get to. If you're lucky, you get to be good at your job successful at your job and then you get to retire from that job and enjoy the fruits of your labor and yes captain lee has helped build an empire for bravo they now have several below deck franchises um 
And now he gets to relax and, 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 you know, people can now just like lavish him with thanks. Um, but there is a time too where it's time to move on and that's okay. That's life, you know? Yes. Yes. And I, I think it's okay. I mean, he's done a full decade on this show. A decade. I mean, it's crazy to see him though. When you see him back on the show, you see him behind the wheel and like, you know, doing what he does. It's, it's, it's really cool to see him. But at the same time, I do understand. I am really, really excited for Captain Carey. Like, I just think that it, I know Fraser's coming back and he's supposed to be there uh, next season with Captain Carey. I would love to see them work together. In fact, I really like the crew we have right now. This is the only crew, I think, in God, seasons that I can even imagine coming back, like as a whole. Like, would you see that as a possibility or like that's not going to happen because we need to mix it up a bit? It's, I mean, that's just part of the reality of Below Deck, right? Like, we, they do change up a lot of the crew just to keep things fresh. Um, it would be interesting if they kept more crew for next time since we're getting a new captain, like to kind of help anchor it, haha, if you will. <laughs> but like, kinda, <laughs> so that, so the change isn't so abrupt to have a new captain and a fully new crew. It'd be interesting if they kept at least a couple of the, more than normal, like maybe keep five people this time, you, you know, just because we're bringing in right off the top of my head. I'm thinking like, I love Fraser. I think he's amazing. Yes. Um, interior wise. I love Leanne, this new girl. I love so far what she's doing for keeping Fraser on his toes. Like it's, it's crazy. It's kind of like cool. To I see like her, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to withhold full judgment. Like this is just one episode. We've seen people true, who we love to end up being nightmares. So <laughs> I, 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 I like her so far. I think she's yeah. doing great. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, I love Ben on the deck. I think he's, I think he's a keeper. I'd love to see him like next season. Um, Katie and Ross. I mean, that storyline fizzled. Tony was kind of like, you know, just trying to get some sleep with Ben's, you know, extracurriculars and um i don't and know his, and his solo work <laughs> waving his dong in Tony, tony's face right he doesn't even need someone there it's like i did Lord. think though the stud of the sea um you know they they made it the, the stud of the sea is back i think or something like that was the the title of the episode and i was like well that was a big title for such a, a slow episode yeah. um but yeah, very interesting. I I think right now what we're seeing, I love Leanne as a brush of a uh, breath of fresh air. I love how she's on this boat. Her and Ben have talked on Twitter before. They both swiped whichever way is green or good or check. Is it right? I think it's right. Swipe white right. Swipe left. You and I never had the opportunity to play with these apps, Jason. We don't know. I, I know, know. I would love. Good. I would love to judge people on one photo and just swipe them and see if we there match. Like, be an <laughs> app just called this purely judgment, where it pulls in all the dating app photos and just you're not even trying to date. You're just judging people based. Yes, on, based yes. On the gays would go crazy yeah. for this. It'd be amazing. I'd love it. Um, I yeah. I <laughs> I think it's great that she's sharing that. She's sharing that with her now to kind of preempt. Okay. Leanne's coming in here thinking, oh, I know you. We've sexted before. We've exchanged some, you know, read it R slash X photos. What could go wrong? And then Ben still has this kind of really weird infatuation with Camille. And I'm not really sure what's going on. Because if you look at Camille and Leanne, or at least what we see from Leanne right now at face value, you're like, 
God, you'd be so better off with, with Leanne. I'm not the biggest fan of Ben. I mean, he's okay, but I don't, if he wasn't back next season, Jason, I'd be like, okay. I, or he's not even someone who I would pick to keep on, quite frankly. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, listen, live chat. I want to know if you think Ben should be back. And also, please, please let us know who you want to see back in this cast if they could come back on season 11. We know Fraser is confirmed to return. We know that uh, uh, Carrie is coming in as the captain. A lot of you have said that Tyler is down here and he's filming. But guys, it is charter season down here in South Florida, the Caribbean and stuff. So there will be a lot of yachties working and maybe not filming. So that's that's one thing to think of too. Um, okay, let's 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 move on a little bit. How do you feel about these guests? Because these guests are like the worst kind of guests that we love, but they're just like those. These are the people that I can't really stand. And I think um, Fraser put it this way. He he said why we let guests choose is beyond me. Something that we've heard Chef Ryan say on Blow Dick Down Under. He's like, I'm don't ask them what they want. I'm giving them something, you know? But with these guys, it seemed like they just needed some stuff. I don't think doing a, <laughs> yeah. doing yeah, an eight-course dinner with cocktails paired, paired cocktails, like... <laughs> yeah, that's kind the of... Fact a- that, the fact that Fraser and Leanne were sitting there and Haley trying to concoct cocktails that would go with the food. I was like, just pour vodka in a glass and set it on the table. They will drink it. Yeah. 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 You can tell them this is a blend of tap water and whiskey. I think you'll really enjoy it. It pairs well. Yeah. Here we go. (laughs) There we go. I mean, anything. And that's not the tasting. That's not the tasting at the dinner table. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) um, No, it's funny. These guests were like, they were, they were kind of too nice to be the kind we really like. Cause they were like, like they had all the potential to be really annoying douchebags, but they were just kind of douchebags. <laughs> like <laughs> they were like, try hard douchebags. Like we're trying so but, but hard, like like, didn't, but I wish they tried harder. Cause it would have been more fun television. Like to have them just be completely just, uh, just cause it was kind of for the most part, if that one guy wasn't there, I think his name was angel. They said the one who, wouldn't make eye contact with Fraser every time he would request something. Uh, there was like one guy who was particularly mean. And I almost think it was because he was just too drunk. I don't think he was necessarily like uh, mentoring. I think he was because he, he was pretty plastered like the whole time he was on the boat. So <laughs> that's why I was like, because uh, we've had those guests that are like, they're like new money rich where it's like they're pretending yes. to be rich and they're yes. like so rude and stuff. These people were almost kind of clueless and it's like they were almost those kind of people, but not enough. So it's like it, it's from an t- <laughs> entertainment standpoint, it's like it was almost fun to complain about them, but ugh, they're boring. Like <laughs> they didn't they didn't fly high enough. They didn't get close enough to the sun to melt their wings. You know, um, <laughs> they just barely got off the douchebag runway they were just lifting off and then it was like yeah so yeah this episode was i definitely give it a strong six yeah um, yeah and not every episode can be a nine ten, right like we've had some great episodes this season i'm okay with us kind of taking a breather i feel like 
We still have some more stuff to come. I mean, we still have that voiceover that they keep teasing with of Captain Lee saying abandon ship. And stuff. Yes. So yes. we don't and know what's currently some kind of fire. I don't know what's going to go on, though. Um, I want to get your thoughts on Fraser now that he has Leanne there feeling just a little bit insecure. And I think it's kind of been a workup this season. You know, he started, this is his first like chief stew thing that he's doing. It's the biggest boat we've seen on below deck. I think at the beginning he might have been just in a little over his head or so they made it look on TV. And then Lee left and then Sandy came in and there was a lot of problems with the interior crew, you know, from Camille to Alyssa to insubordination to not getting things done on time. Like the list goes on and on and on. But I feel like almost, and we were saying this during the season, that I almost feel like Captain Sandy might have done Fraser some kind of favor by being so hard on him. And I have to think back, and I want to I ask you this question. If you would have thought, like everything that had played out between Camille you know, and Alyssa yelling in front of the guests, mm-hmm. um, and then Camille getting fired, do you think after that, you would have had the same insubordination from Alyssa to Captain Lee as she gave to Captain Sandy? Or do you think that Alyssa felt more comfortable because she was a woman? Because mm. I, I don't, don't see anybody I, I really never... talking back to Captain Lee, you know? Yeah, but also the only time we saw that crew interact with Captain Lee, they were a pretty fresh crew. Nobody's going to step out of line that early, you know, unless you're like just cruising for a bruising but it's rare like even even camille was able to hold it together a few episodes you know what i mean like uh, so i don't i don't know i don't think it's uh i don't think it has to do with a woman thing with Alyssa and sandy i think uh, i think Alyssa would have been had that same attitude with anyone that was criticizing her that's what it came across like to me um I don't know. I'm very careful to not jump to those kind of reasons. I I think there's a lot of jerks in the world and they don't have to be for any reason other than they're just jerks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And we did see, we also saw, you know, um, earlier in the season two, you, you did see Fraser complain a lot about Captain Sandy and you saw that protectiveness from Alyssa kind of come in too being like, this is not the captain we started with. I just had to deal with Camille. Now we have someone who's like questioning everything the interior does. So I, I, I get that point too. But it just made me think because I was like, I've never seen anyone respond the way that some of the crew have responded to Sandy earlier than, you know, I don't, I wouldn't imagine them responding the same way to Lee or speaking to him that way, for, for instance. Yeah. I still don't know but, if it's necessarily a male female thing. It also is the attitude when you meet people, you know, I think Captain Sandy presents herself sometimes as friend first. Like mm. I'm your friend who's going to be your leader. And Captain Lee is like, I'm your leader and I might talk friendly to you sometimes you know what i mean like and i might know. i might see you in passing because you know a lot of people had also complained earlier and i don't mean to go back in time <laughs> with with the sandy lee thing but with with sandy like like you said that you brought up a really good point and do you think her involvement with the crew kind of also was her her like thorn 
like being like that friendly, being that involved in everything? Or do you think she needed to in order for that boat to work out with the crew that she had? Well, what I'm about to say, 50% of the audience will like and 50% will hate. That's of course. What I <laughs> so I, I think Captain Sandy did a great job. And I think being a good leader, being a great leader is being able to do the things sometimes that is not popular, that's not going to be liked in the moment, but you have to have the vision to see a week from now, two weeks from now, 10 years from now. You have to be the visionary that goes, hey, I'm going to have to rip this Band-Aid off. It's going to hurt like hell. You're going to be screaming for a moment. But I do know if we air out this festering wound, it will heal quicker. And so I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think she's a good leader. And I know a lot of people are like, she's a micromanager and she's mean and she was mean to Fraser. And it's like, was she mean to Fraser? Or did she respect him enough and care about him enough and see enough potential in him to say, hey, Fraser, I'm going to tell you some things you don't want to hear, but I'm the only one who, like, I don't know. I think about this, Jason. You and I perform together. We talk about this a lot. People, you mm -hmm. guys have heard us say it a million times. But I think the reason why Jason and I became really close friends, I was the funny guy. Jason was the dancer slash acrobat. On paper, we should not have been friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> our backgrounds, everything. And yet... Jason was my closest friend. Well, one of two, my best friend and I joined the show together, but Jason became quickly became one of my closest friends, my wife's close friend. Like, and it's because of things like when we were putting the show together, we would tell each other things that no one else would say because they didn't want to hurt our feelings or whatever, but we wanted each other to be good. And we knew the other person wanted to be good. So it's like Jason would say, Josh, when you do that, that didn't come off as funny or whatever. And it's like, oh, it stings a little to hear that. But it's like, thank you, Jason, because I would have spent eight more weeks doing that unfunny thing. Or you could tell me and end eight weeks of misery and I could deal with a little bit of pain, then get over it and get to the next thing that's even better. And it's the same with Jason. It's like, hey, Jason, your character, I don't like <laughs> to do this move. <laughs> I maybe made fun of Jason more than he made fun of me. I think, I think, I think that might have happened. Yeah, I think that might have happened. We both wanted each other to be great, and it came from a place of caring. And I think that of Captain Sandy. I think the stuff that everybody else says, she was mean and blah, blah, blah. And you know what my evidence is? Fraser. He seemed appreciative at the end. He praised her. He said he was great because of her he said so much nice things when she left to me that is the evidence that and he's one of those people who i respect and i think would want to hear the hard stuff i think fraser's a little younger and he's still growing as a leader and it already was it was tough to be in his shoes to begin with and i think he's a little bit more sensitive you know absolutely been, and you and i performed since we were 18 years old yeah i mean like yeah, we were on the yeah. road we hundreds of odd performances it's like we did charters every night, six nights a week. Not, not, yes. not everybody gets to do that. You know what I mean? So you and I went through a lot of reps and we went through that stage of being really sensitive and stuff. And the artist and, Oh, don't tell me. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. So there you go, guys. I love there it. You go. I love it. You got a lot of, this is a great explanation of this. And I do have to say the, the slight insecurity he's feeling with Leanne is definitely overcome with a lot of confidence. And you just see he has a little more pep in his step this episode, uh, just in the past couple of episodes, really. And he's there. 
And he's just ready to like pile into season 11. I cannot wait to see what Fraser does on season 11 and, and, and who he becomes as a leader, who he becomes oh, as the new be, Chiefs too. He will be amazing. Mark my word. He already is. We've already seen the potential. Almost everyone agrees off of his first season that this guy should be around. You and I love him. We think he's going to be great and we know he's going to be great. And the fun yes. part is we're watching him grow and we're going to look back on the season and go, remember when he first started, how much he struggled, how hard it was. And now he's killing it. And he's like, undeniably the best and blah 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 um or you know maybe equal to kate chastain but like he's going to he's going to leave his mark on this franchise in the coming years and part of it is the steps he's going through and learning so um it's I'm fun to watch his journey fan. right I'm a fraser fan i'm a f- oh, fan same same yeah. i'm a and fan of all. Are both fans of both so yes absolutely and it's just it's exciting to watch his journey this season and to watch and and to know that he's coming on season 11 and watch his journey there as well um just a big hello in the chat from payden payden <laughs> payden you don't know this jason and i've been doing this for over a year now yes yes we take over adam's channel every tuesday night 11 p.m to uh recap below deck payden we miss you we miss you um you know what? Let's take some questions with Captain Sean now because I have one very important question. If you guys have been following any of this Vanderpump drama that has been happening, we're supposed oh, to take a break wait, 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 from wait, it There's today. a Captain Sean tie-in? There's a Captain Sean tie-in. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's, let's bring it. Let's, let's, Welcome, Captain Sean. Breaking news. Breaking news. You guys heard it here first. Captain Sean was part of a thruple. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) The most bizarre thing you could ever say (laughs) when it comes to this. Okay. I do. I have a quick question. This is your Ask Captain Sean time, guys. Anyone in the live chat? We do have a few questions. Do you remember, Captain Sean, where you were sitting at our live show last year in Los Angeles? Between yes, lovely, I do. Lovely people. Yes, I do. I believe I was with the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Yes. <laughs> but who specifically, though, Captain Sean? Jason revealed this to me, and I was like, what? Captain I was Sean right next to Tom and Sean, and... Um, and yes, and the and the and the in question love interests there as well. So yes, craziness, crazy. See, like Captain Sean is everywhere, guys. You just never know where, where in the world you're going to find him. Just like Carmen San Diego, we always joke about that. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I was supposed to be in Boston tonight, but um, I I was there. I was there earlier. Uh, and, but no, I made it home. I made it home back in time to be here with you guys on anchor watch. I was going to do it live from my car, but I'm in, live from my office now. I mean, we've had you live from Amsterdam, live from Monaco. Live, I mean, we just appreciate you being here. And Sean, I know you had a few questions tonight and I wanted to get your answers from you. So, so I got a I got a couple of get, get a couple of questions, a couple from Twitter, a few from Instagram, and, and I have one too from my wife, oh. Captain John. Well, let me see. Let me hear. Okay, oh. so we were we were watching the show last night, and the when the ship was coming off the dock, when the yacht was coming off the dock, she's all, "What is all that brown?" That and she's like, "Is like, oh, you could see it right there." She's like, "Are is the yacht just dumping oil into the water or something?" What is happening there? I have a guess. No, that's uh, the mud from the bottom. Okay, thank you. That's what I said. I said, yeah. I think that's the loose silt that gets churned um, 
But I have a question for you, Captain Sean. Huh, what that's a, interesting. Actually, actually the Blackwater shit. tank exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just emptying before oh, no. they get out. Oh, no. That's not – that's actual shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a question for you, though, Captain Sean. So when they're – when you guys are taking a, a yacht off the dock – Yeah. Are there, like, sideways-facing – uh, turbines and stuff that push you guys sideways, or yeah. So you like on some of the boat on on that boat right there, hundred percent. It's got a bow thruster, so okay. it's it literally like yeah, it's like a it's a it's a tube with a propeller inside of it that thrusts the boat either to the left or, or to the right. Uh, larger boats sometimes will have stern thrusters. Uh, matter of fact, um, my Sienna had a uh, had a stern thruster, had bow and stern thrusters on that and then you can have um like the bigger the boat sometimes they'll have two bow thrusters or two stern thrusters or then there's these things called azipods which are actually the the, the these pods which will turn in multi different directions like jason uh, remember that boat that we were on that that party with the 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 uh, louis 13th guy on like that boat that mm-hmm. had four pods underneath the boat and th- that boat was amazingly maneuverable and those are made by volvo I, I'm picturing. Is, no, go ahead, Josh. Oh, I was just gonna. I'm picturing when you when you describe these. I'm almost thinking of like my experience. Obviously, is like fishing boats, like, and I mean like in a lake fishing yeah. boat. But like we would have like the little electric motor in addition to. Yeah, that's ex- it, the same theory. I mean, same same theory behind that all. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of different ways. It was um, when I was over in Monaco. Um, uh, at, uh, at yeah, excuse me, not Monaco. And I was in um, when in Holland at a, at a shipyard called Royal Heisman. They were, had just launched. If you go on their website, you can see this sailboat that they just launched. It's really amazing. And underneath, you see no propellers or or anything. And there are actual pods that go up into the boat and fold, and then are were multi-directional. They're omnidirectional, however you, way you want to get. And that was to make this, make the hull as smooth as possible, so the sail, so the it could be a true sailboat while it was under underway. But there's, yeah, I just wrote. Um, wow, I just wrote. I'm actually, I'm just writing a series of articles on new tech for boats. The first one just came out in the uh, Worth a Look magazine, which will be launched right during the the uh, um, Palm Beach Boat Show coming up in two weeks. Two weeks. Nice. Uh, uh, Shelly, this, this, this question, is a great question. I, I, yeah, and I feel like it kind of is in the same world we're talking about. And we've seen this on Below Deck where the stabilizers oh, yeah. and the boat starts going crazy. Have you ever been in this situation? Oh, absolutely. Like, matter of fact, on my Sienna, the, the bow thruster on that boat was like super finicky. And like a couple times we'd have to, we'd have like <laughs> literally a fire extinguisher to like shoot the thing with like CO2 to, to keep the thing co- cool. I was coming into Newport one time and it was the, the boat was, was docking perfectly when the bow thruster went completely berserk. I lost all controls and all functions and I was hitting, even hit the stop button. Nothing worked and it was stuck on and oh, I had geez. to split the throttles and I literally was like whipped that boat around. I mean, and I missed this piling by like an inch, whipped it around till the engineer could get back in the engine room and actually physically shut the breaker off for it till we we could reset wow. it. I did well, I wound up doing it like literally like a 360 <laughs> in between boats and stuff because the boat was like I'm like I had a lot of momentum going. It just went nuts. But the, yeah I mean the point. pressure the pressure <laughs> alone that you're just <laughs> 
I just imagined this boat coming in and doing donuts. That's really what happened. I was like, whoa. The pressure alone of being in charge of like a 15 to $20 million boat that things can go wrong like this all the time. And we saw it. We saw this exact scenario play out in last season of uh, Blow Deck Med with Sandy losing on on motor yacht home, losing those, those stabilizers and things can go wrong. Like it's, it's crazy. I know you've shared one of those stories about things going wrong, you know, many times, especially when you don't have control of, over the boat. Oh yeah, um, no, I've had like the, um, like I've had engines blow up, um, uh, just at, like basically, and, and you gotta just keep your, keep your cool while it's, while it's happening. If you like, I've listened to tapes of like, um, test pilots, like literally, they're talking as the plane is just breaking apart all around them. They're like, Oh, we just lost a wing. And they're, they're super calm the whole time you're doing it. And that's key is while you're on the radio is you, you can't lose your cool. Cause all of a sudden your whole crew will go berserk. And that's like when, like the, I heard you guys say like, Oh, the next episode leads got an abandoned ship or like an alarm is going off. That's probably just a drill they're doing. The, I would, I would imagine but the um, and if he was and that might be something that Lee would do. That's actually something that I, I would do if I was coming. If I was coming back to a crew that I'd left a captain, someone else with, I'd want to do a drill just to see where we were. Um, and that's a big that's a that's a key component to um, to making sure everything's safe, making sure everything's safe on board. And I'll bet you that was it. But you've, you've got to maintain on that radio, even if the boat is on fire and like I've had fires, I've had all sorts of stuff is you've got to talk just like I'm talking now, just very casual. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And I know you had, I know you had another question and then I have a quick question for you as well. I got a, I got a couple questions. So like, so the, um, one was what's the deepest I have ever dove. Come on, naughty yachties. Let's see some of the comments on that one. But the, um, that was on the. <laughs> is that an inches or feet? You want to know, but anyway, uh, feet, um, feet. Yeah, the, oh, okay. The um, then the deepest, the deepest I ever dove was roughly about two hundred feet. It was on a boat called the Coolidge, which was actually it was a cruise ship that sank during World War II in Vanuatu, and it was on the. Um, it was on. Uh, it was an amazing thing that they came into the harbor, it hit a mine took on water and the captain drove it up onto this bank. They got everybody off with the exception of two people. It slid back. It slid back into the water. The bows in 60 feet of water, the sterns in 200 feet of water. And when you go down, it lo- literally looks like the Titanic just sitting right there. And I've dove inside the engine room all over the place, but that was the deepest I've ever dove. And then, um, Judy, I got this comment on Twitter, said, Judy, this is actually, she wanted me to comment on this. She said, what would you think if, um, or what would the guests think if, um, this is when she was, uh, she's talking about Captain Lee having a cane and limping. Um, and I'd say, well, that's probably better than, you know, him staggering on, you know, but anyway, but, but I don't think it would be a big deal. Um, I've been, I've been had, I've had injuries where, like I've been on crutches or whatever, and it ne- it didn't affect my performance. And, I'm and that sure. was that was a lot of the concern when he was there early on, and you know, being almost incapacitated at times and and whatever. But that's not as big of a deal as you think it's being made. 
No, I don't think so at all. I mean, like, it's like it's the the boat's fairly like when you're you just got to get from the pilot house out to the wing, um, essentially if he's if he's going to do. And then he's got you know he's got a whole crew that can do what he's you know what he's. I mean, he's basically you see him always just sitting in the pilot house on the radio telling people what to do. I mean, he can do that with a cane, no problem, you know? So I don't think yeah, it's, right gonna, I don't think it's going to slow him down in the slightest. Uh, the, uh, I wouldn't. And if I was a guest, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, con- I wouldn't be concerned in the slightest. So, and uh, okay. I, I would That's be good concerned. To know. That's I would good be, to know. Yeah. The only thing I would be concerned of is just, I would feel bad for the, for the guy. Cause he's, you know, he might be actually in pain, but I don't think, I think he's too much of a professional, really. He, uh, you know, even when when I had to take over for him, he made sure that he was cleared by the doctors before before he came back. So I don't think he's 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 not he's not. Um, I, I don't think he would. I don't think he would ever jeopardize his guests or the people on board if he thought his performance was, um, was seriously impaired. So I don't, I wouldn't be concerned. He's, yeah, I think I, the only thing I would be professional about, for that. Yeah. The only thing I'd be concerned about is if he came with really thick black cat glasses and a blind cane tapping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, what's going on here? What he might be doing donuts like Captain Sean was. Yeah. Or he's got, he's like got an IV stand and he's wearing a hospital. <laughs> Johnny, you know? Now then, then, then yeah. I think it'd be worth it. I think, yeah, I think that would be pretty bad. And then, um, and then, Oh, so this is also from Twitter. This is from Dewey Travis. She said, what are all those flags for? And there's this, she shows a picture of uh, Fraser sitting next to all these flags. And those are signal flags. And each flag represents a letter and a number, and they also represent different things. So like, for instance, when we fly, when we come into a foreign port, we fly what's known as the Q flag or the quarantine flag. And we have to continue to fly that until we are cleared into an actual port. And then there's other flags like the alpha flag, which means we have divers down, Bravo flag, which is a red flag. That means we're taking on fuel or hazardous substances. So all the different flags mean different things. And then there's also different country flags because there's the the flag that's on the back of the boat and that's where the boat is registered. And then there's also the, we, we fly what's a courtesy flag. So if we're, if the boat's registered in the Cayman islands or the Marshall islands, um, that'll be the flag on the back of the boat. But if we came into the United States, we'd have to fly, fly a American flag as a, as a courtesy. And it's a real pain when you're in Europe and you're going back and forth between like Italy and France and Monaco and you got to go up and constantly be changing the flag around. And you're like, oh, you forgot, you know, because literally because you can be in both those countries many times on the same day and you've got to keep changing that flag, which is a pain. It's <laughs> <laughs> always interesting because I, you know, at the very beginning I did, you know, I did always wonder what those flags were on the back and you know, how they always have their, their birth marked on the back as well. Yeah. Um, Captain Sean, we're going to see you in just about two weeks down here at the Palm Beach Boat Show. Yeah, I'm so excited because we have a lot of fun things coming your way. We have a lot of fun interviews um, that will be posted on our second channel. And also we'll do some clips here on Anchor Watch. But Sean, we always really, really appreciate your time because we get you every week. <laughs> so this is like... Well, thank you. It's always great awesome. to be here. And, and thank you to everyone who has all your great comments. And then thank you, Courtney. And... Uh, <laughs> thank you, Courtney. <laughs> 
<laughs> just teasing like a cat and Sandy doesn't seem anyway, but yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you, Pixie and Elaine. And of course, and a big thank you for Tess. I like your panda post that you put up there. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. Follow Tess on Twitter, but anyway, thanks a lot. All right. Thank Good you, night, Captain night, Sean. Night. Take care. Later. Bye. <laughs> Uh, interesting facts. There are a lot of interesting facts in the yachting world that you know we don't we don't get to see, but also that below wet deck and wild world, the whole wet and wild, so wet and wild that we do get to see on the show that that kind of makes us ask these questions and stuff. So, guys, if you ever want to ask Captain Sean a question, we get him for about 10, 15 minutes in the middle of our show almost every week from different places all over the world. You can leave your question in the comments below. You can always DM us on Twitter or anywhere on social media. We'll try to find it. And also you can DM or uh, reach out to Sean on Twitter. And we always have those. There's just some really, really great questions. Every week, I'm like, how many other questions can we possibly get about yachting that Captain Sean can answer? And every week, there's like a brand new one. My wife had one this week watching the show. That was good. So there you, go. you know, sometimes I always thought it was like the shallow water, but like I never knew either. I'm like, what What the hell is going on there? Um, okay, so I wanted to ask you really quickly before we wrap up here, because it was a bit of a slower episode this week. Do you think and does anyone think we will see Camille back before the end of the season? Uh, or do well, you think that ship has sailed? I think literally her ship has sailed. If you know, I, I, I was thinking that, but then I think didn't she say she was she was traveling home or something that the morning after they last saw each other, if I remember correctly, they both right now are talking about meeting up after this charter in I forget where. So I think she is somewhere else right now, and she is gonna fly and meet him. So I don't think we're gonna see her anymore. I think her presence will still be felt. Um, they're gonna keep you know. He'll refer to her and they'll show some of the texts and the phone calls. But it looks like next week he's uh, taking a dip in a, uh, another pool. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it, I, listen, this is a single yachting guy. It's probably well, just- so it's I don't know. He doesn't have much of a future with Camille. I mean. Dude, she's not as into you as it at least <laughs> appears that way. She doesn't seem as into you as you obviously are of her. And you're this gaga over someone you met for three weeks, four weeks, like chill. You know what I mean? Like have fun. Chill here. out. You know, another crazy, this is crazy guys. I have one more thing before we go. You know, we have another uh, castmate that lived on way too long the two two or longer than she should have, I guess, especially here on Anchor Watch, and that was Ashley Marty with shoving pasta down her her throat. Did you remember that? And we got a little bit of Ashley Marty from Fraser. So I just wanted to bring that up this week. <laughs> we love we love our our crew shoving pasta into their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor Fraser. You uh on behalf of the rest of the show. Uh, cast and crew, Fraser. We apologize. That was all, Jason. Yeah, I do. I do Patrick, apologize. Patrick, I'm, I'm so that team Fraser. I'm so excited to see Fraser 2.0 in season 11. I'm mm-hmm. also really excited to see Josh. I don't know how much of Below Deck Adventure you saw, but we saw Captain Carey come in as this new captain and kind of took the helm, just ready to go. And I really enjoyed his presence. But I feel like we're just getting the work up for this. 
I feel like yeah. Captain Carry 2.0 coming in might not well, be as friendly as the as the below deck adventure captain. Well, if if you guys too haven't had the opportunity, go back in the timeline a little, look up live shows for Up and Adam. Um, one we did was the charity event around Christmas time. Um, so it should be easy to find December-ish. Um, but we had an interview. It was for Captain Carrie's birthday. Um, and yes. we got to chat with him for quite a bit. He really gave us some time on there. And he, I don't know, I just really liked him. Like, show aside, captain aside, all that. Just as a person, I thought he was interesting. He was courteous. He was a nice guy. Like, I really liked him. He was interesting. He was thoughtful when, in his replies and stuff. I, uh, I'm very excited. If he truly is indeed the captain, we're gonna, I mean, it's like pretty much confirmed out there. Um, yeah. I'm all for it. I'm ready. And you know what? I, 10 years of a show, it's, it's okay to change up the cast and crew. It's, it's okay um, to do it. Now I'd be concerned if it was a captain who we didn't like or something, but it's like, no, I think we like this guy. This guy seems cool. Like I'm, I'm excited for what season 11 can bring. You know, and there were there were a lot of rumors about an, uh, another new captain being hired for this position, but I think to play it safe, Bravo production, like you you warm up with somebody, you see how mm-hmm. how how people react to him and and how he deals with certain situations, and I think we really got ourselves a great captain. And then this is a great uh, a great thought, Shelley. She said in the live chat, Carrie uh, need to grow a pair when it comes to chefs, but. You know what? I wonder what Chef will be getting with him next next season. Unfortunately, be- from everything we see and or are allowed to talk about, it looks like Chef Rachel does not have a good relationship right now with Bravo. She's severed ties. Her choice, very publicly her choice. Right, right. She wasn't happy with Bravo and stuff, and which is super unfortunate because Bravo should be running to her to amend things because what a loss um what a loss and, and we got to see her whole like her her story and her her kind of character arc right like we've we've seen her as kind of a mess at the beginning but really good at her job and now we've kind of seen a more focused a more just really centered rachel right and really focused on her food so much so that sometimes the service was a bit slow in getting the food out but just really really focused well I know, it, it would have been cool too to see her like because she is a senior and kind of a, a presence you can rely on in a department where you need something reliable, someone reliable, it would be nice with a new captain coming on if they had this strong person, this pillar over there in the, uh, it, you know, there in the galley. So I don't know. I it's unfortunate. She, it's she's leaving too early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is unfortunate, but I do understand the frustration of sure. the, a lot of these cast members of Below Decks that thinking they're on the, the number one show on Bravo, which they are, not getting the same kind of pay grade as some of these others. But when it comes to these shows, it's really only the captains, the chefs, and like really the chief stews that really stick around, you know, and really are the characters of these shows. So I'm and it's it's easy to to it's really hard to recast. Like, let's say a reality show like, oh, OK, this isn't working out. We're going to add five new housewives. We're going to add five new characters in Southern Charm or we're going to bring in new friends and just have it work out because these these stories have built over years where in this industry, it's like hospitality. So it's like very easy to bring in like the new server, the new bartender, the new, you know, 
It's a dime a dozen. Yeah, but but here's the thing though. With something like this, they're also doing a job. So right. it's it's like striking, you know, it's like hitting gold when you get someone who is competent at their job and also good for television. Because agreed. Someone could be great at their job and not emote, be kind of boring, more internal, not really share their thoughts. Obviously, Chef Rachel's done enough of this to where she says things out loud. She's definitely helping out the crew. She's giving them good sound bites and stuff. But that's great. That gives us good television. We need that. I don't think you would really if if you really wanted to see people who were just good at their job and not entertaining, this would look very different. It would look very much like a PBS documentary. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. The fact they have someone who's really good at their job and entertaining you know, we've seen that is hard to find. We've seen a lot of stinky cast members. <laughs> so, absolutely, bravo. Okay, go say you're sorry. Go say you're sorry. Let's bring Chef Rachel back. I'm really looking forward to next episode and seeing what the hell is happening between Ben and Leanne. What this kind of emergency situation we might have on Motor Yacht St. David, abandoned ship. How soon we're going to see that? I think this. There's one more charter left, if I'm not mistaken. Because remember, this all happens within, we always like to remind people, within a six to seven week period. You know, this, it's so funny watching the show. You think that, like, these relationships have lasted so long and have evolved so I know, long. I love and, when people are like, oh, you're my best friend. Or, oh, I will love you forever. I won't <laughs> ever love anyone as much as I've loved you. And it's like, okay. <laughs> it, that was yesterday and it's today. Yeah, and yeah, the show yeah, is yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. Guys, thanks again for being here. And like Elaine said, Hit that like button if you haven't done so already because Anchor Watch is all about the tip and your tip for us is hitting that like button. It helps us out tremendously. Hopefully we'll have a better episode than a six next week, which we can really dive into. Josh? I love you guys and I will never love like I love you right now ever again in my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you all next week for another Anchor Watch. Bye everyone. Good night. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.